listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Footy Talk Jano's edition, Michael Chamis from the Sydney Morning Herald. What have we got, Chammy? You always sit here saying I bag Gus. I'm backing Gus. The Bulldogs are on the up, I think. This is extraordinary. What a suck. Brent Reid from, uh, from the Daily Telegraph. What have we got, Reedy? Uh, Joey Marnie off to rugby by the looks of it. But where? Well, that's a good question. All that and more coming your way. Footy Talk, Journos edition, Brent Reid, Michael Chamis. Hello, gents. Welcome to another week. Hello, the wonderful Adam. world of rugby league. You were saying as we walked in here, Chammy, today, it, it feels a bit more present. It the feels season. good. It feels good. The season's around the corner, trials this week, and Brent Reid had to catch public transport into the podcast. Oh, How good's that? First time I've caught public transport in so long. What a pauper. I don't miss it. Where's your car? In for My service? car, some bloke swiped me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Swipe right? My dad said swipe. I had the car three weeks and he swiped me. Oh, this is your Tesla. works at DIY. your Tesla's yeah. gone. Tesla? Yeah. In a yeah, big yeah, Audi. Yeah, you yeah. got a Tesla? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Third party He swiped me. So I had to go and get it. It's in the uh, shop getting repaired. I've got it <laughs> for do, a week. Is it like that? But luckily, Adam, I'm away this week anyway. I'm going on a golf trip to Tasmania, to King Island. Oh, King you Island. You play a bit of golf, do you? Yes, Chummy uh, plays. I beat you the very, last time we played. Oh, what are yes. you talking about? Putt putt doesn't count, buddy. Putt putt. King Island. King Island, yeah. Oh, is that yes. why we moved Supercoach Draft Night to a bit earlier in the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got our Supercoach Draft this oh, week. Oh, dear. A Chummy's hosting at his mansion. So the NRL, yeah, in his palatial. Uh, he's already, he's already asked to use my shower. Mate, I'll have to dead set. <laughs> I packed lunch to get to his house. It's that far west. <laughs> <laughs> Set the clocks back half an hour. Hey, uh, guys, just before we get rolling, with some rugby league. Super Bowl, obviously. Now, by the time you listen to this, the Super Bowl's probably been done, so we don't know who won. We don't know how many times Tay-Tay appeared on screen. We don't know who poured what Gatorade on for the markets on that and everything. But are you into Super Bowl? Do you get it? Does it relate like a lot of people do? A lot of people watch uh, NFL because there's no rugby league on at the same time and then they cross over. There's very much the same market in that regard. Are you guys into mm. it heavily? Do you do you look at things from the NFL that NRL should implement? I'm a long-time NFL fan. I'm a mm. long-suffering Dallas Cowboys fan. Back oh, in the yeah. days when Tom Landry was coaching them and Danny White was a quarterback. Yeah. Long, long time ago. So I've been in the NFL for a long time. You've and been in the NFL for a long into time? Into the NFL, oh, yeah. And I'm actually in a lot of uh, draft fantasy comps. Oh, here we go. You spent a lot of time in the world of fantasy. fantasy I love fantasy. Brent. <laughs> well, we ran yes. that one with uh, Brandon Smith was in it this year. We you ran that one with some footy players it, this year, actually. Is this one where you're trying to get the $100 pay in from him and he yes. wasn't giving you the money? Yeah, has a couple of footballers we put this on up on the show the other week. Has, has a couple he, of blokes still have their cash. Have we got the money off Brandon Smith? I don't yet? think so. I did, I did speak to him the other day, though. Maybe I should have went up to him at the consulate outside the US consulate. You should have. $100 for you. Brent yeah. Reed's chasing you, mate. He came Be last, careful. Brandon. Did, did he? he? Yeah, he was hopeless. He had a great year last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he actually looked yeah. like he, about three quarters away through the year, it looked like he wouldn't win a game. Because <laughs> I think in the first week he lost, I can't remember who he lost, like his two best players went down injured. And it was best ball. And it was, you couldn't change your team. Once you picked your team, that's your team you had. The way the NFL runs things, and I've noticed that the AFL like to not style themselves on how the NFL run things, but there's a lot of similarities. Mm. Do, do you think that the way that, 
the NRL is looking at the American expansion, obviously, with the Vegas round and, you know, looking to get into that market, that they're looking at the NFL as a as a bit of a guide for them or they're very much doing it their own way because the NFL, in terms of a successful sporting organisation, it's pretty hard to look past them. I think they're trying to ride, jump on their coattails, aren't they? Hmm. You know, it's pretty obvious. What they've are you got, laughing They've got at? Jordan Malala oh, doing just stuff for them, the Jason NFL, Kelsey good. doing stuff for them. Yeah. You know, so I think the they're rock. Actually, the rock who played a bit of NFL, or didn't play NFL, but he played a bit of American football, mm-hmm. the Rock. So I think that they're, and they've got a great relationship. Uh, you know, when the NFL was having issues with hip drops this year, they reached out to the NRL did for they? advice. Yeah, they did, yeah. Mm. So there's a bit of... Um, As if to say, what's the what's the rule? And the NRL said, well, we yeah, actually really don't know yes. the definitions. To no. <laughs> no, they do. But, but, they, but they, they, they do work hand in glove a bit. They, they, okay. they work together. So there's a... There's a Good friends uh, to have. A great relationship there between you the two codes. W- when yeah, I why are you smirking, Michael? Shamwar. Because you're not in that film, man. You're a basketball guy. You're I'm more gen- of an NBA What are you, guy, Gen? Yeah. What, what generation is it? Gen X or Gen oh, look, Y? I, 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 I have dabbled in the old NFL every now and then. I went over to the States for about eight weeks when, when Jared Hayne was playing for the 49ers and, and covered that. Spent a lot of time with the 49ers, a lot of people at the, at the at the club. Um, Who was that agent you got to know really Jack well? Bechter. Jack Bechter. He was Jared Haynes' agent You're still at the time. T- touch with Well, Jack? I'm actually staying in La Jolla, which is near San Diego. Yeah. I'm staying there with South Sydney. You're going to catch up with Jack. Maybe I'll ring Jack Bechter. Didn't you go around his house? I went to his house. Didn't you have views of the ocean? Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. You're posting photos <laughs> when you're working so hard. I'll take in a trip down in memory In between lane. going to NBA games and doing other things well, that you're going to be a good trip. Yeah. What do you got planned this time around? You can go watch LeBron's kid play, is that right? Yeah, I'm going to try and go to watch UCLA versus USC. Can we USC? talk about that or not? Yeah, you can okay. talk about what was you want, Was that for really? some sort of scoop? Well, you probably ruined it, so <laughs> we cut that out. That's all right, Bulldog. Okay? I have an interview with LeBron James and his son at their house. Yeah, now it's all finished. <laughs> Thanks, man. Jack um, to yeah, so NFL, no, nah, NBA's my my guy. Yeah. Uh, so you, with the NFL, they like to share around their Super Bowl. Mm. And it comes up every year. It'll come up at one point. You guys will get bored through the year and you just say, oh, what can we do? Oh, let's do a grand final. Where's that going to be story? Mm. So. I was looking for an idea today. Thanks, <laughs> mate. That'll get me through. Last figure I could find, $70 million for the NFL to host a, a Super Bowl a, a couple of years ago in a certain city. I forget which one, Reedy, which one it was. But $70 million auction mm. that this city won. Can you see a day where that's – a regular case they're, they're planning two, three years ahead, the NRL, to, to shuffle this thing around. Obviously, they're limited. Don't have as many cities could host as America do. But is it a viable option for the NRL? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Peter's always threatening it, isn't he? Because he wants money out of the New, New South Wales government for Stadia. Mm. And while ever they don't invest in Stadia, there's always a chance the game will be on the move. But you pointed to the issue there, Adam. There's not that many cities you would take it to. I mean, we've got, what, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. Because you want to take it to – I think you've got to take it to cities where there are rugby league teams. Mm-hmm. That's what they do in the NFL. They don't take it to cities where there are – from memory, they don't take it to cities where there aren't – they don't yeah, play yeah. NFL, right? They take it to cities where there's an the existing code stadium. is present. So yeah. I think you need – that really limits your options. Maybe mm. you can go to New Zealand as well, but – um, I don't know. Because I, I, yeah. I, I reckon – I think if in the – it'll stay in, in Sydney in the main, but I, I don't mind the idea, and you spoke – we spoke about before the show, of you take one in every four, one in every five to Queensland. I believe it actually Because should. they deserve it. I know they got magic round, but one in every five should be yeah. in Brisbane at least. Well, I think last year they tried to come up with a system where three in every ten were in Brisbane. Mm. There were discussions with, with the Queensland government around potentially taking grand finals there. I, I think this speaks to a, probably a – a bigger issue at the moment is at what point do the NRL and, and Peter Volandis and Andrew Abdo have done a phenomenal job in growing the game's revenue and, and looking at different 
ways to bring money into the game. But at what point, and this is the conversation around PNG at the moment, does the money not matter as much as tradition in the case of the grand final? Like, at what point do you say, okay, it's not really worth all the money that we're going to get for going to PNG? Is it worth the logistical nightmare that it's going to be? Trying to build a team there, get players to play there. And then with the grand final, do you really want to go away from all that tradition? Yes, I know we played one grand final there during COVID, but we're talking about a tradition over 100 years old. Mm. Do you really want to stray away from that for money? I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. But this is where Peter and Andrew are at the moment, where they're trying to bring in all this money, which is fantastic. But at some point, you just I, I think the conversation needs to be had at, at what expense. Interesting about the North Sydney thing from last week that we were talking about. A week on, read all the articles about the possibility of the Bears coming back and everyone getting excited and the actualities of it all as well. It feels like that that all of a sudden – is looking like the more favoured option for the 18th team. Like, I didn't hear PNG mentioned once in the last seven days since this Bears thing came up. Mm. Is that actually what's going on behind the scenes? Or You must be reading the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think PNG is still the favoured option. Yeah. But certainly North Sydney's in the background. They might go to, there's been talk they might go to 19 rather than 18. What, I mean, just bang, bang, like 17 to just 19? Just announced two, 17 to 19. There's been a Ooh. bit of talk about that as well at points. So maybe they go... If Perth and, and the Bears – well, the, the issue you've got with Perth is they're not linked with the Bears. They're linked with the Jets. So um, you've got to somehow broker a relationship there. And then if not, you've got to broker a relationship with the Pacific or a New, mm. your second New Zealand team. And they've got to be ready to go. I mean, PNG just seems more progressed because talks have been going on for so long. Yeah. Jeez, um, 17 to 19, that's going to place a lot of uh, pressure on the Penrith development system to provide the league <laughs> players. Is it not? Are they ready for that oh, out there? Uh, Your you mates? cannot jump with two teams. No. You cannot jump. Yeah? It's – you're it's asking for trouble. Is that what people in the game are saying? Like you talk to a lot oh, of footy well, managers. And to be fair, I haven't heard what Reedy's heard. He's got better mail than I have. I haven't heard they're looking at jumping with two teams in the same season. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, if it doesn't go – and now if it goes two, 17, 18, yeah. right, you're going to go two down the track anyway. You're going to go 18 to 20. Yeah, but are you, are you saying they're going to announce 18 and 19? Let's just hypothesize. I'm just saying 27 so, and 29. I'm not saying it, it will happen. I'm just saying there's been some talk about going okay. from 17 well, to 19. If it does happen, they can't just do it. Both teams can't enter the competition in the same year. Yeah. It will be a nightmare if that's the case. Mm. Mm. Okay. Maybe you stagger it two years apart or something. Maybe. But yeah. you can announce them at the same time and exactly. say you're 27. I think they did that with the A-League, didn't they, when they brought in Western United and MacArthur? Weren't they announced at the same time? Oh, you're the, the, weren't you at the A-League league yesterday? I went to the Wanderers last night. Yeah. Wow. Did you? Yesterday. What, what happened in that result. game? Who did they play? <laughs> Newcastle 3 The chairman actually ran onto the field, or the, not ran onto the field, walked onto the sideline to give it to the refs as he was walking he? off. I he, love that stuff. It was, what about that? Where mis- were you when that happened? I was watching in the crowd. We didn't notice who was who from <laughs> we, uh, row uh, 74. Can we, uh, now, now we've diverted the football. Sorry. What yeah. about that miss by that dude? Oh, the yeah, the poor the other guy. Night? Uh, and then did you see the miss by the other guy playing yeah. in Japan or somewhere or wherever didn't he was see playing? That one, actually. Did uh, you see that Holland, miss? Holland. Holland. Yeah. My God. So that's what happens in football. And this is what the rugby league world needs and wants when it goes worldwide. Vegas, it wants things to go viral worldwide, not yeah. just on the east coast of Australia. So that's why they're looking at Blue card, controversial. Growing the game. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Joey Manu, he's going to broaden his horizons, it looks like. He's either going to go north to Japan or the other side of the world to France and play a bit of rugby. What yeah. is the depth of this story? What's going on here with Joey? He's yeah. off? He's done? Well, pretty much. Yeah, yep. I reported the other night that he has indicated to the Roosters that he's going. Out of respect for the club, he wanted to give them the time to be able to plan for life after him leaving. Uh, there's a chance he stays. There is a small possibility that things don't pan out the way he hopes, but he has told the club before things continue the way they are going, hmm. 
and he's departing at the end of the season. And he's made him a promise that if he comes back to rugby league, he'll be at the Roosters. He could have got more money going to the Dragons or a club like that. He could have got $1.2, $1.3 million, but he doesn't want to play against the Roosters. They've been good to him. They've been good to his family. He loves the club. Mm. And there's a, an itch he wants to scratch in terms of being able to go and test yourself and be the man. If James Tedesco was retiring this year, would we be having this conversation ready? Do you think? Do you think he'd no. be? No, I don't. He'd think be he staying at number one and signing a long-term yes. lucrative deal. Yeah, I, I think he would have stayed, but I, I don't blame the Roosters for re-signing and extending Teddy. I mean, Teddy was a New South Wales and Australian captain when they did it, and I think they had no choice. I mean, he is arguably on his day still the best fullback in the game, so. It's cost them Joey, but I think they did the right thing in re-signing Teddy. I don't know what you think. Yeah, oh, well, they re-signed Teddy at the start of last season, yeah. right? But now, they knew that might they knew that Joey wanted to play fullback, and they did, but they didn't look. I think Teddy didn't have the best seasons last year, best of seasons last year, and I think when they re-signed Teddy, he hadn't gone through that lean patch. Now I think Teddy, as you said, I think he's one of the best fullbacks in the competition, and they owed him what they've given him. Mm. which is a, an extension. And and who's who's to say he plays, He does, who finishes up in 25 anyway? Like his contract is until the end of 2025. I wouldn't be surprised if he continues playing. And I think Joey Marley probably realizes that he might play till 2026. He gives him a couple of years, make some money in France or Japan, test himself. I, I don't know what the qualification rules are in rugby union, whether or not he can play for the All Blacks or not. But I know they went pretty hard at him a few years ago to try and bring him across. Right. So I, thought, I think it works out well for him. If Teddy retires in a couple of years, then he comes back and just with Teddy the last twelve months, I find it really interesting that a guy has done what he's done and he's still doing it when his body's right, and most of the time it is because mm. he's such a professional. That it feels like everyone's waiting for when he's not good enough to play for New South Wales and when he's not good enough to play for Australia, and is he on the slide rather than enjoying how good he still is? Criticism of him was way over the top last year. I agree. Ridiculously over the top. Yeah. He, he, I don't he get was, it. He wasn't playing like the James Tedesco from two years ago. But Ben, he was still playing good football, yeah. Teddy. So I thought the criticism was crazy last year at Teddy. People calling for him to be dropped the New South Wales team. He was the, cap of, he was the captain of the team. <laughs> he, He's he been our best player been, for five years. He led us straight to yeah. a World Cup win. Yeah. Not that long, not that much before that. So the talk of getting rid of Teddy and dropping him was just insane from, from my end. And as I said, I understand why the Roosters extended him. Look, ultimately it's probably cost them Joey, but these are the decisions you have to make. It, so he's got offers on the table from France and Japan. Is that the mail? Well, that's the mail. The Roosters think he's going to France. Okay. That, that's the conversations that I'm having at the moment with the club. I think they – but there there is interest in Japan as well. There yeah. is. And I, I don't think he's – Sorted out what he wants to do well, yet it's, either. It's not as good as rugby. I know you guys love your rugby union. The the rugby's not as good in Japan, but the punishment on the body mm. is better if he wants to come back here and still yeah. be at the absolute top well, of his game. The season's longer in France as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty full it's on. They play European club competitions over there as well. Japan, it's a bit more spaced out. Ultra long pre-seasons as well yeah. in Japan. Money well, is awesome, but is it going to keep him at the absolute? I was going to say, it's where you go for it to, to earn your money, isn't it? If you want to go mm, and be a, yeah. a top flight footballer or rugby union player, then like France is brutal. France is when you is France is you almost want to go. like in rugby union. It's almost like the NRL of rugby league. Yeah, it's full on. Yeah. So what what kind of shape he comes back in after that? Because you get the feeling it's the Sonny Bill thing. Nick's happy for him to go, um, mm. knowing that one day he'll he'll come back. It's a bit like Roger. Yeah. Like Roger's come back now. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, you know. the Warriors made that deal with him. Yeah, and you know, there's talk about Joey being an All Black. I think he's 28. This year, be 29 when he goes to rugby. 
everyone thought Roger was going to be an all black. And he, I think he did. Did he play any tests, Roger? I think he did, didn't he? Did he get a taste of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But he never really. No, it didn't establish himself. He never himself. really threatened to become, become mm. an elite rugby union player. I don't know. I think it's a bit of a pipe. Not a pipe dream because he's always a talented footballer, but I don't know. I think it's didn't a long NRL, way to becoming an all black. Didn't the NRL start talking about if, if you leave the code, you can't come back? Yeah. Was that a, What happened to that? <laughs> That's gone. Now they want to give you exemptions for signing rugby players. That well. was chest beating extremely. <laughs> yeah. Like you wouldn't believe, yeah. wasn't it? Well, I think it was Valandis, wasn't it? Well, that it? was when rugby was stronger, right? Because we were we were worried about it. Was we said a few go. It was more around the back. NFL when when Jason Tiamalolo and Valentine Holmes went over yeah. there and <laughs> you you know, had a bit back. of a trial. What? Yeah. <laughs> now we're saying you can go and we'll and bring your exemptions. mates with you and yeah. we'll give them exemptions. We'll give exemptions, yeah. yeah. We can't make up but it's going to be a, quite a big big blow to the Roosters. Like we're talking in the next two years, yeah. they're going to lose Joey Manu, James so, Tedesco. Yeah. Joseph Suwali, Daniel Tupo. Well, maybe not Teddy, though. In the next maybe. few years, I'm saying. Yeah, the next couple, like, they're going to be quite a transition over the next couple of years. Yeah. Oh, they're getting Marky Mark from Rugby Union, oh, which felt like the biggest tit for tat, you <laughs> yeah, would believe, yeah, for yeah. getting Suwali'i over. Yeah. But they'll have it. They've got Dom Young kind of the club, don't they? Yeah, they've that's got, right. They'll, and they're they'll really find happy a way. with Billy Smith at the moment as well. They've just extended yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Luke Keary another year. Hey, guys, uh, as we sit here, um, it's painfully clear after the weekend that Manly are going to win the comp <laughs> after destroying South Sydney's SG ball team on the weekend or whatever it was. It wasn't their uh, top line, let's put it that way, South, but they did a number on them and everyone's pretty happy. Buddy with Gordon played it. wasn't their SG ball team. He's about 50. It's their master's team. Yeah, yeah Deacon. Um, Luke Brooks played okay. Yeah. By reports, Reedy. Well, I reckon he's, he's – look, he's had a hamstring problem in the preseason, but – there's really high hopes for him. I think they think at the club that it's like a weight of the world is off his shoulders. Mm. Um, and apparently he's been raving about playing with a guy like Tommy because Tommy, you know, one of the things Tommy does really well at the back is organise things and, mm -hmm. and, and direct play. And I think Luke thinks maybe he's never had someone like that before that he's played with who can just basically orchestrate where he needs to be on the football field. So yep. I think we saw a little glimpse of that in the weekend that I think he had three tries and looked like, as we said, the standard, he wasn't up against much, with mm. due respect to South, but I think he's going to have a huge year, Luke Brooks. Mm. Huge year. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think you could use the weekend as a guide to anything, but I, I think he needed to get out of the West Tigers. As much as the Tigers fans bagged him over the years, he needed a fresh start, which is why I was stunned that he even entertained the, a renegotiation with the club. In the end, he chose Manly and didn't extend it with the Tigers, but this is going to be the best thing for him. Like yeah. He was battered for 10 years at that mm. club, became the punching bag for everything that happened there. So much change and upheaval around him. Was he the he punching was, bag lost, within the club? Like, okay, we, we hear about Matt, what all Madge the fans. was his punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> within the club, what do you mean by that? Uh, with like board members with, and, you know, no, they football managers. Yeah, they they, they loved him. Yeah. They backed him. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay. They loved, because he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. And No, I was just wondering if there was any internal pressure on him because obviously he had, you know, he's on a million bucks. He shouldn't be on that. Well, they and made an offer the in the end, didn't they, the Tigers? Three, another three years or two years. How was he last 000? week when you were hammering him outside the uh, oh, what about that? I was outside the consulate last <laughs> week waiting for some players to arrive. Wait a minute. You actually went and stalked players. At you the, stood yeah, out there all day. Getting their reds. I don't get my hands dirty, do I? <laughs> Were but, you getting your own visa as well? No, no, just hanging. No, you just literally went along there to just give it How to players. I missed Mike Cannon-Brooks. He was there earlier. Really? Yeah, I don't know what his issue is. Here's one for the news reporters. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, well, not apparently, I was waiting out there knowing Reese Walsh and Tristan Saylor were coming, but I had, had a tip that Manly had a player coming who we didn't quite expect. Mm. So I made some phone calls and I was trying to work out who it would be. I thought, anyway, I probably won't go through what I thought, but we shouldn't say what I thought. 
Then Luke Brooks arrives. <laughs> and I felt so bad for him. He was there all dressed up in his suit. So I just said, listen, I'll leave you alone. Yeah. Line up because they were lining up like it was an Apple store out the door on the street for a 50 meter line for about 30 <laughs> 40 like minutes. He's a freaking bouncer, <laughs> so I'll well, leave you alone, yeah. mate. <laughs> I'll leave I could have gone up to him while he was standing there with people in the line and, I, and started asking him questions, but I said, On the way out, I'm gonna go. Yeah, so we did on the way out, but yeah, it relates back to an incident in 2017 where he got into a bit of a street brawl with his brother. Not the fight wasn't with his brother, mm. he was on the same team, but yeah, Luke Brooks had to jump through some hoops and he got through them. But I'm sure he was delighted to see me standing out there with a camera. <laughs> Imagine these players, Reedy, oh. who rock up and they're nervous enough because it's not easy to, like, you, it's out of your hands. You don't know what the American consulate's going to say about your status for a visa. Mm. You walk around the corner and the first face you see <laughs> on this day of uncertainty, oh, shit, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit grubby, man. Oh, here we go. I didn't it's a bit grubby, mate. Muckraking. It is. <laughs> Oh, don't be filthy that you didn't come out because that, apparently you didn't send anyone out there at all. No, we didn't. Know. Oh, yeah, no, good. you didn't? Yeah, good. And you woke up the Even next though day. we had the story the day before saying there was a meeting the next day. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, Reedy. Really. Yeah. Did, so yeah. everyone got cleared, by the way? Everyone's just on cleared. that? Just to do a bit of well, housekeeping I had a, I had a conspiracy, regard. actually. Conspiracy oh, theory. Here we go. Yeah, oh, it's a good place to have it around the American consulate. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. I, I thought I was onto something because I was there on both days. Day one, Reese Walsh, and when he left, he left with his passport. Yeah. Good and sign. then the other guys on day two, when they came out, they didn't have their passport. Mm. I thought, hang on a second here. And I was speaking to a few people. If, you, if you're going to get approved, they take your passport. You come back in a few days and collect it. I thought, Reese Walsh is in trouble here. Mm. His passport's still with him. He mustn't have got approved. Yeah. But made a few phone calls and found out that my conspiracy was wrong. Because he was going to pick his up. Well, no, because he had to jump through extra hoops. Yeah. And, him, uh, and Brandon, him and Brandon him and Smith. Triple it wasn't the end of the road for them, just at the uh, constant. Yeah. They had to do a few more things and then they got what they needed to get done and they got approved. So my yeah. conspiracy was thrown out the window. Isn't that a, such a rugby league thing that we have to send a reporter down there to see who's actually allowed him yeah. <laughs> to get out of the oh, country yeah. and into yeah. another Peter country? stalking them. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. do that stuff. You know what's yeah. funny? I got a call from the camera on day two and they said, oh, one of the Morris twins are here. I said, Morris what Twins. The Morris Twins? What have they like, done? What's Brett done? Because I thought, well, the only person who could be there is Brett because yeah. he's on the Roosters coaching staff. Yeah. I get there and I'm walking towards the consular and Josh walks past me. I was like, oh, I thought it was your brother. He said, no, nah, no, nah, it's me. I'm going over for 2GB. Uh, we just need to get our IVs sorted. So uh, there was no the uh, easy one. There to was get. no issues there. Yeah. Good times. Your mate, Pappy, uh, oh, he's back. Once, once in, is ready for the trials and ready yep. to go. They were going to hold him back, but he's asked to play, wants to play. Hmm. Obviously missed a lot of footy in the last couple of years and he's desperate to, to start playing. And they reckon he's, I hate to say this, trained – Oh, here we go. Oh, no, in the Absolutely. <laughs> the the so I spoke to Cam Munster the other day. He said that Paps is just tearing it up in, mm. uh, so in, in pre-season is training. Is he your first pick in the draft? Ooh, we've got a big draft tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe. Thanks I'll take Not telling is you. Is that man. going that good? Is he training the house Apparently down that Apparently he's going that good. And he's obviously going good because he wants to play. Uh, oh, Craig's, he doesn't. Craig's going to arrest mate. a lot of guys in that first trial. Um, they're playing the Bulldogs on Thursday night. So Bugger all talk about Melbourne, as usual. But you know what? I reckon Pap, if Paps comes back and is Paps, mm-hmm. he, he's almost as, as important to them as Tom is to, to Manly. Mm-hmm. So if he comes back and, and is the player he can be, folly to write off Melbourne. Folly. Folly. They're, they're, they're a bit lean up front. Yep. 
You know, Christian Welch seems to have a big year because he was pretty average last year. If you looked at when they named the, the, the captaincy rotation, he was a captain last year. He's not even in the leadership group anymore. And what happened there was that they had a, they have a vote for Melbourne to choose the, the, the leadership group. They have a vote of the players. He was voted to be one of the leaders but pulled himself out, I assume, because he wants to concentrate on his football. So he needs a big year. And if he can fire up and Sean Bloor can have a good year, I, I think there's I think they're, they're a chance. I've written them off every year. Mm. I sit here at the end of every year and think, why did I do that? Yeah. What are you doing this year? I'm writing them off. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a sec. <laughs> Guys, uh, the dogs roster clean out. Are, are they done now? Are they, are they finished their, I don't know, it's an, almost an early autumn what clean. People are like, you're laughing. Summer clean. Did it not need a clean out, Reedy? They cleaned out the entire 30-man squad. Everyone's gone. <laughs> well, they needed a clean-out. It wasn't a very good roster. They signed about 10 utilities. They still don't have a front rower. Oh, I think the dog's going to have a good year. Do you really? What's a good year, though? Uh, 12th? That's not a good year, mate. No, I, I think they'll probably be around that 10th mark. That's not a good year. It is for a team that's been down the bottom for the last five. Okay. What? Fair enough. Okay, so what's a good year for the Tigers, then? Make the eight. Okay. Don't bring them into it. Ask Benji. No, no. I'm trying to say, with teams down, what's good for the year for the Dragons? Make them either. <laughs> Outside the Come bottom on, four. Man. They weren't on the rundown, those two teams, I'm for a reason. I'm just trying to make a We're point. We're trying to get through an episode I'm without I'm trying them. to make the point. So top ten, you, top 10, you reckon? Yeah. Okay. I, I think they realise what they've got. They've and they're got no middles. I've got no middle I think they'll play a different brand of football because of that. What? Harlem Globetrotters just chuck the thing around. Maybe. Ridiculously. Maybe. They'll play a fast, up-tempo game. Who's their halfback? Who knows? Sexton. Sexton will be the halfback. Yeah, there you go. Don't There's you the question. Is the halfback in round two, three? I, I, look. <laughs> That's the question. The, like, like the bigger Blake question is who's going to be the six? Who will be the six? It'll be Burton, won't it? Well, no, they're talking we're about talking playing in the centre, son. It'll be the greatest centre pairing. Well, it's Burton and Crichton right. in the centre. It's not bad. It's not a bad centre pairing. Oh, I think they'll play Burton at six to start the year. Blake Taff, I, like, I love Blake Taff. I think he's a great signing. Yeah, I do. Okay. Mm. I think he's a good player. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't say he's an elite. You know, oh, I'm not you, saying that at all. I just think he's going to be great back. value for money. Yep. And I think he'll be uh, one of the breakout players of the year. You know the issue for me that I have with them, right? Not only do they have no middles, but they ha- they've got a weakness in the heart. Their halves aren't – you wouldn't That's say they're an elite halves pairing. So you've got no middles. Which is why I said you've got be two, tenth, not eighth. two halves playing off the back of no middles. I all the good teams, if I asked you of, of all the good no teams mm. who's their starting halfback, you'd be able to name them straight away. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Easy. About the top six Well, that's why they're teams. the good teams, Adam, and they, the yeah. Bulldogs are rebuilding, though. That's why I asked you who's their halfback. Well, Adam, Adam just wants you to say that they'll finish below the Tigers or Dragons. They, they, they're not going to be a team that has the same halves pairing throughout the year. They're going to be changes. <laughs> but you know what? They had a soft underbelly, the Dogs. They've mm. had a soft underbelly for years. And they got rid of guys who I think didn't fit into the culture that Cameron Seraldo was trying to build. Remember last, early last year, they went down and beat Melbourne in Melbourne. Yeah. And you thought, oh, okay, this is a different footy club. But gradually as the, as the year went on and yeah, it got through the winter. Problems, the problems that they'd masked over the preseason with those players who had been there for a long time, that soft underbelly that I was talking about, began to whinge. Yeah. Began to make excuses, began to say it's too hard. This isn't the way. Who are they we don't whinging like to, to? Amongst to themselves, themselves or to the, the coach? Problem. Well, to themselves. Right. And then that starts to spread around the football team. Why are you laughing? No, no reason. I'm waiting for you to name some names. I'm not naming names. <laughs> name I'm names, not naming obscene. names. You know who I'm pe- People aren't there anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. There are people who aren't there. Well, the whole, what did you say? The whole roster's been overhauled. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Hmm. Okay. They weren't buying into what, they, and, and the people who were complaining about Cameron Seraldo and his methodology, it's the same methodology that was put into place at Penrith that's led to three premierships, four grand finals in four years. Hmm. Guy knows what he's doing. 
Yeah. Does he have the cattle? No, he doesn't have the cattle. So don't He's you have to coach? Don't you, I like Cameron. I think Cameron's a really good coach. Mm. But don't you have to coach for the cattle you have? Well, not if you're trying to get rid of the ones who aren't fitting into what you're doing, and which is what has happened over the last 12 months. It's become quite clear to him there are guys who are going to become toxic in that environment when they're put under the pressure. And that's what happened to the Bulldogs last year. They started well. When things started, didn't go their way, the ones who couldn't handle it, they're out the door. Do they make the finals? No. In any way, shape, or form? Are they oh, any hope? Year, no. Need a miracle. Oh, yeah, Need I don't think this year, miracle. but I think they're going to improve. Okay. Yeah, well. I'll do that. It can't get much worse. Well, you know, so they'll be a bit better. They need to, they need to keep blokes fit. When mm. Kickout plays for a different team, right? He missed a lot of footy last mm-hmm. year. They need to keep him fit. Crichton improves them. Yep. Out of sight. I mean, he's the best – I think he's the best defensive centre just about in the game, Steve Crichton, although they might play him fullback in the end. Taft's an upgrade, I guess. Mm. But their halves are still massive. There's a massive weakness in their halves and there's massive issues with their front rows. They got the yeah, front row. They've got no front guys. Just... They need a Takiyahu. I mean, Takiyahu has broken a bit, but he was going to give them leadership around the footy yeah. club and they, that's why they signed him. So they need more blokes like that. They're in for Terrell May. They've pulled out of that now. I'm not sure how they strengthen the middle of the field. Have they got any more changes to their roster before the season starts? I know they're running out of time, but these things are happening all the time now in rugby league. That The roster changes are not running towards what's on the calendar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was gush, you never rule anything out. No, exactly. Uh, there could be 10 more blokes gone by you the, happens, the though, season. You know what happens, You wait for the season to start, find out which players are disgruntled because they're not getting a run there in New South Wales Cup. And then you also look around and see what injuries teams have and think, okay, you know, this team's lost three outside backs. We can give them an outside back. We'll take one of their front rowers. Yep. It just depends on how the season starts, which players are available and which players are disgruntled. And once players are disgruntled, there's going to be movement. Righto, gents. To end it this week, have a listen to this. It's football, but not as you know it. No helmets, no pads, no timeouts. Oh, another big shot. National Rugby League is unleashed for the very first time in the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas. Be there to witness the 2024 season opening doubleheader. That's ridiculous! National Rugby League in Las Vegas, March 2nd, Allegiant Stadium. So that's Russell Crowe, the NRL promo to American audiences. It's all over social media, of course. We can watch it too, and you just listen to it here on the Footy Talk podcast. What do you make of it? It's a good get for rugby league. Mm-hmm. It's a good get. I Is think... he going, Rusty? To... No, I don't think he's going. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to be in Budapest filming at the time. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, he won't be there, but. They're doing the right thing. Taylor Swift's flown the Super Bowl. <laughs> Can Rusty not fly in for the game? Well, depends what his commitments are, mate. Okay. If it was a grand final, he might. It's round one. You know. That's all right. It's not if, that far, far from Budapest. If he had a, cr- if he had a crush on one of the players, I'm sure he'd fly over too. Okay. By May, all you blokes will be remembering is the hangover that you had the day after the game. No, man, I'm you won't remember the actual game. Nick doesn't drink much. Not much. Yeah, he's I'm a bit of a, he's a bit you, of a wowser on tour. Never go over. What does that mean? <laughs> wowser, you're boring, man. <laughs> so, but you hang out with me every time we go on tour in my room. <laughs> you hang out with me. I don't hang out with you. You bring the PlayStation. He's taking it over. No, I won't take. You got to take it over. No, I haven't you played. Don't take a PlayStation to we Vegas. Do. We take mate, pl- the whole pl- city's a PlayStation. I've played hit. about a year. A oh, chance of beating mate, me. And you, you were that bad before. So imagine <laughs> what you're like now. If you two, if you take a place, well, I'm, never, take I'm never nine days on my own beforehand. Though I'm San Diego, LA, leading up to it. Take golf clubs. What do you want me to do? I don't there. think Nick Bly's going to come hang out with me in LA. <laughs> what do you want you to do? You'll be treating his body like an amusement park, won't he? <laughs> no, nine no. days on really? his own. I'll be having, a, <laughs> I'll be having a shake. Did you say that? I'll be having a shake. Shake. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> oh yeah, you're obsessed with these burgers. <laughs> what are they called? 
Shake Shack, yeah, good. Get on to it. Vouch I to think it. we had yeah. one. Anyone go on? No, we had one. Didn't we have like Archie's or something in Manchester? Oh, we went to Shake Shack in London together. Yeah, we actually went from Manchester to London just to have a burger. Right, and it wasn't that good. Back to the, the big ad ben as well. Back to the ad. Is he going to hit the target? I mean, the, I get the feeling that there's a lot of kind of just putting it out there to see how it goes, and they'll learn yeah, a hell of a lot after. What do you want, run. Adam? Do you want people to start buying tickets from Minnesota and flying to LA to watch uh, Vegas to watch the game? That's not going to happen. What they're trying to do is get people to watch it on TV. Okay. You yeah. know what I thought when I watched it? Mm. This, forgive me. This might be sound a bit strange. But if you're an American watching that ad, mm. how do you know that's Russell Crowe talking? <laughs> Does it come up with saying narrated by Russell Crowe? He's, he's, it's Russell Crowe. Do you think his voice is apt to He's kind of a big American? deal. Do you think it's AI? Yes. No, I'm saying, do you, do you think <laughs> Americans would go straight away and go, oh, that's Russell Crowe? Yes, they will. Will they? Yes. Okay. You I don't think, think so? They should have used uh, the, the theme like the score from Gladiator and he should have gone full Maximus Meridius I think on the you voiceover. see him on there, his face at some point. Are you True. telling Russell Crowe how to film? <laughs> no, I'm telling the NRL. I'm saying if you're Russell, an American, Russell Crowe's production home, company did that. You're sitting at home. Russell Crowe's production, well, production company did that. You're right. saying he's not good enough. I'm saying that there's some Americans who might know there it's Russell Crowe. There goes your interview with Russell Crowe. Well, he won't be there anyway. He's in Budapest. <laughs> so what? He might have flown in. He might. Anyway, it looked like a good. Is it? And when, what, when's it on? Is it on? Is March, it an ad? March second. Is it an ad? The game's on March second. No, is it an ad? Yeah. Oh, is it a YouTube ad? What is it? Like Social media. It'll, be, it'll be on Fox Sports in America as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are they going to put up Russell Crowe narrated by Russell? What Crane? they need, what they need, I, in it's my opinion, if they, they were doing something, would be to film something with Russell in a big dark room with lots of smoke and lots of drama and everything like yeah. that. Get him to narrate something to camera with all the vision in it. Yes. That's, a, that's a good idea for an opener. You're a thinker. That's, Thanks. That's what you. Anyone that's would, what you were trying to say, eh? Hey? <laughs> anyone would think I might have worked in television for a Do little bit. Do I have bit. to mention it? Yes. Who's Do you know him as a tester? <laughs> what's Shark he, CEO? What's, what's he ringing me for? Uh, oh, that's a bit rude. They're trying to get the um, raise some money to I'll build answer. their leagues club, aren't they? You're going to answer it. I'm answering. <laughs> Dino, it's Michael Chamis, mate. We're in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. and Reddy's just oh, name dropped out. <laughs> Can I can I put you on speaker, Dino? That's what we do in this podcast. Sharks. Can I put you on speaker or not? Did you hear that about the sharks and their leagues? Here we go. I've got to ask, what the hell are you two doing on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the real question. Yeah. Hey, Dino, Adam Peacock here as well. What are you ringing ready for? Oh, wow. This is unreal. Don't tell him, Dino. Are you giving him a scoop and not <laughs> don't, me? Don't tell him, Dino. <laughs> don't buy an A-League license, by the way, Dino. Don't tell him, Dino. Reedy, you see, this is why you should answer the phone and say, I'm busy at the moment, I'll call you later. Oh, I didn't answer the <laughs> phone. That clown picked it up. Up, mate. <laughs> Well, wow. I look forward to reading the Daily Telegraph tomorrow and see what you've given me. <laughs> <laughs> Reedy, I'm, I'm as to you now. I'm on speaker. I'm going to give you a scoop now. What do you got? What do you got for us? No, nah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Reedy's PR, I'll let you know. He'll call you after the podcast. All right. Thank you. See you, Enjoy. mate. Enjoy. Didn't talk about the Sharkies today. So there Dino. you go. We got them in as, as well. Good I'm man, surprised Dino. he wasn't ringing Buzz for the scoop. But anyway, mm. bringing you for the scoop. No, there's no scoop, mate. There's no scoop? Just think, catching up. I think we're having lunch at some point. That's okay. probably just confirming it. As I just said, though, not Actually, in the Leagues you know Club. They've, I, got, they've got a bit of negotiating to do with their Leagues Club, oh, don't they? Massive drama with the Leagues Club. Massive drama. Is that going to affect the footy club in any way, shape or form? Uh, well, I think it'll affect their cash flow. Mm. While that's not operating, then they're not making money out of it. Yeah. So that's the problem, right? But they've got, they've got, uh, they own a golf club as well. I think they're pretty good these days, Cronulla, in terms of their finances. They've done well, actually. Well, most, the, the you know, well most clubs are now. They get so much money from the NRL. If you're not making mm. a profit now, mm. you're doing something wrong. Well, I'm a little be... bored, Reedy. We haven't fired up today over anything. No. Well, we don't need to fire up, mate. I do need to fire up. I feel like it starts my week really well when I just get angry. When you get angry. 
Well, get going. Yell, go You've only got one mirror. more show with me. Then, Is that it? Then Danny's back. Yeah. I'm chuffed. I'm gone. He won't get angry. My podcast days are triple. Wadler's already over in uh, He's on LA. holiday with his cat. With Ricky. <laughs> He's walking his cat down Rodeo Drive. <laughs> He's in Santa Monica at the moment. <laughs> the beer. He didn't take his cat, did he? <laughs> he took his cat walk up. He hasn't got a cat. He's got a little dog, but everyone, someone messaged the, the, the podcast. It's not like a chihuahua. We saw you walking your cat last Possibly night. Possibly the greatest ever message we've ever received on this show. What sort of dog? Is oh, I don't know. A like little, a little spoodle or um, oh, one of those cavoodles. That's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan. Hang on a minute. Dogs. You drive a Tesla. We've got a Labrador. Yeah. Big dogs. Yeah. Well, some people, dogs. some people can't deal with the, um, like my kids, can't deal with the allergens that uh, oh, dogs okay. throw up. So This podcast yeah. is going from strength to strength. <laughs> yeah. There anyway, you go. good stuff. That's us. Great chat. Have a great week, everyone.